Lessons from My Father Written Wednesday, April 8th, 2020, Day 240, Noon This day marks one month since I ended hostilities with the future. As I reflect on what that all means, I have been drawn to the thoughts of what the future might be. Of course, I have no idea what that will be, so instead I have focused on what it seems I will need going forward. One of the elements that speaks to me is strength. I've never had the strength in my life I thought I should have possessed. I was never really a strong person. My personality is not a dominant one. When I enter a room, nothing much changes in the room. Where with some, the entire atmosphere can change. Look, it is whoever it is, they might say, and all of a sudden, the mood changes. I've never really had that much of an impact. And when I think of the times in my life where I have taken difficult stands, I have always persevered in those decisions, yet not in a demonstrable or eloquent way. I have taken my stand and held to them, but those moments would not be portrayed as entertaining or poignant as I would have dreamed they would be. Looking to the future, then, I will see I need to be stronger in this new life. Through the incredible moments of this past month, I do find I have a confidence about what has happened that propels me more than I ever have had previously. In looking into my past, I am looking for where the strength was in my life. I have been invariably drawn back to my father. He was neither flamboyant nor overbearing. He was like so many of his day. He worked hard and in his limited ways pursued his dreams. As an only child, I grew up around adults. In my day, the neighborhood kids were my family, in a sense. We played and played in our neighborhood each day. When night approached and our mothers called us home, we resisted until most of the group was gone and we were left by ourselves and had to finally, reluctantly, go in. In my era, as opposed to today, where there is so much knowledge and instruction, there was not a lot of direct instructions from my parents. They took care of us, but direct teaching just was not a part of our lives. Now in looking back, however, I do see their lessons quite well. And for the most part, they were powerful as examples always are. In that way, they are a part of me. Thankfully, what they embraced in certain areas never touched me. They were smokers and social drinkers, wine with a mixer that they had on most days. My dad liked horse racing and was a regular at several tracks. I spent many times with him never really getting the racing or betting bug in me, but enjoying the spectacle of it all. And of course, he would buy me hamburgers and fries. My father had a background he rarely shared. His Navy experience in World War II on a destroyer working with the big guns, a topic that rarely surfaced, and then only in the most general way. My dad grew up in a home with sisters from his stepmother's first marriage. He never talked much about them. His birth mother, abruptly left the family when he was a small boy, a curious time that he never really understood or was enlightened about. At 16, his father enrolled him in the Civilian Conservation Corps, CCCs, to plant trees in Maine. It was one of those programs created during the Depression era. At 18, his father enlisted him in the Navy. He never talked of his relationship with his father. It seemed a bit harsh from the little I knew. Ultimately, his father committed suicide over an event we could only guess as to the real motivation. But my dad was always there in my life. He was a worker. 
As the least articulate person in the sense of public speaking, he had a career as a salesman, one in which you would think speaking would be helpful. Yet he was successful at it just the same. He did not like to be in an office, so the world became his office. Some of the most comforting times were those I would go to work with him, which meant driving around with him to his various destinations as he tended to the business he was a part of. I can only recollect a few days in my life where he would be home sick. And those times were for issues that made him immobile. One was for an infection in his foot that became a problem. Other than those times, his resolve to work was a pillar in his life. He was a thinker, as he would say. He had ideas for inventions that he pursued. There were so many of them. One of his ideas for a springless plastic valve to be used as a shaker, safe, or salt, or any powder type of item brought him to cut up my mother's Tupperware lids to get the plastic he needed. That was the invention for which he obtained a patent, something I was always proud that he achieved. He was one of those successes someone from his background rarely accomplished. Even though my mother typed on that old manual typewriter countless letters to companies to pitch the valve, nothing ever came from those efforts. A failure? Perhaps. But an example? Yes. Absolutely yes. He acted like a person who had resources, although he didn't. That got him into financial trouble with people and family members who, because of those issues, were lost to me growing up. His models in his life, from what I can surmise, were not all that great. Yet despite all of that, he provided me a solid foundation in which I could grow. His example of work, pursuing his dreams, and pure drive, becoming part of what I would become. I am thankful to God that I did not succumb to his other examples that were also part of my life. I consider that was a part of God's guidance. Often when we look back at our lives, we can sometimes see more clearly about the choices we made. We can see them more clearly after the fact than when we were living those moments. My mother died before him. We had moved to Virginia, and I often feel moments of sadness that he faced being alone on his own, as I can now so deeply understand. Having tasted of that well of sadness, I get a retroactive twinge for what he might have faced. My parents drifted apart towards the end of their lives. It was always sad, sad because of their story. He pursued her. One story was that he would wait outside her apartment and walk her to work. I have but a few written artifacts of the love he lavished on her. I'm not sure it was reciprocal. She often stated that with all of his affections toward her, she thought that he would make a good husband. I was never sure if there was a real deep love there. As having experienced that and so much more in my life, looking back to their marriage often makes me a bit sad. After her death, I remember him saying quite often that he reflected on her good points, how good she was. Some of that original love perhaps showing itself in his later life. His comments revealing a sensitivity I had never seen in him in that way before. He looked at life in a quirky way. Often I am reminded in my life at how I seem to have some of that perspective in how I see things. Not sure if that's genetic, but the proclivity is certainly interesting. At the end of his life, he did something that I am forever proud of him for accomplishing. He was alone in this. My being out of town was always something that haunted me. 
one of those side effects of our moving to Virginia that I've had to make peace with over the years. My parents, as I have mentioned, were both quite consistent drinkers, something I had never embraced or felt compelled to do. He was now, in hindsight, something called a passive alcoholic, someone who is not prone to violence when they excessively drink. Oddly, as a child, it is something I never really noticed. In my teen years, I was a bit more vocal about both of their patterns of drinking, not that it had any effect at the time. But towards the end of his life, as it is more clearly seen now in retrospect, he checked himself into the VA hospital in Buffalo. As it turned out, this was about a month and a half before he died of secondary issues of bladder cancer. As a part of his stay, he enrolled in the Alcoholics Anonymous program. Although he did not have much time left, he took a step. And although he didn't live to see the total fulfillment of that step, what he did has been something that has always encouraged me. His last act on this earth, a positive one to address a lifelong problem. As I stand on the threshold of this new life that God has decided I will have, it is those lessons from my father that I want to remember and make a part of every day I live going forward. I know that the best of him is a part of me. Just like my Father in Heaven is going to ensure that the best of him and his strength is in me each day of this new life he has ordained for me to live.